This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Special edition of the Braves Country podcast. We should call it the Braves World Series champion country podcast. Our own little victory parade right here on Braves Country, Tug. Buddy, I got to tell you, we've invited so many artists that have been on this show over the last, have we been doing this a year? Yeah, it's our first season and the Braves won the World Series in our first year uh, doing the Braves Country podcast. I'm just saying. Maybe we should stick to it. I think so. I think we might uh, have something going here. And man, I mean, some of these uh, musicians and artists and folks from around the South that we've been talking to this year, they're on the team now. They're all stars of the Braves Country podcast and uh, we're going to talk to them today and see what they think. But man, I wanted to know first, Tug, what was it like for you, man? I know you went to most of the series games and then uh, how was it that moment when uh, Freddie caught that final out? How how were you feeling at the house? Cold chills. It was uh, jubilation. Me and my son Jacob, who's 17, he's a junior in high school, baseball player himself. We uh, rushed out to Dick's Sporting Goods at uh, 1245 a.m. And we were wondering if they would really be open. We'd heard they were. Turns out they were. And about 350 of our dearest Braves country friends were with us. The place was packed. And it was interesting. It was almost like Black Friday, but a very polite Black Friday because everybody was so happy and helping each other find Whatever it was that they were looking for, they're like, "Oh, those are over there. I saw them earlier." It, yeah, it was just, it was, it was jubilation. It was amazing. What about for you? Yeah, the whole town went crazy, and all over Braves country, it was just magnificent. No matter where you were, and I mean, there's still confetti in the streets here, in the battery, and in the elevator I get on, and there's confetti still. I mean, you can't get rid of it, the feeling or the confetti. And uh, man, I was with the Courtmeyer family up in Marietta. Some folks that I've been close with for a long time. Uh, they used to run Miss Kitty's, which was a famous country bar. Of course, bar that's in, the saloon. Yeah, yeah, and they started the Jittery Joe's Coffee Company over in, uh, in uh, Athens. And uh, I've just been w- close with them for a long time. And so we had a big World Series victory party. We tried to have one together, though. We went to the game on Saturday night before the Braves flew back to Houston. That was fantastic just to be at a World Series game and to be in the uh, Braves Radio Network 680 box with you, man. I really yeah, had a great, a lot of that fun. was fantastic. Dude. Yeah, that Sunday night we thought was going to, uh, we thought that was going to be it because Duvall leads off the game with a home run. Ultimately, it didn't happen. They flew back, like you said, to Houston and won it uh, on Tuesday night. Big, big celebration, big parade. That was uh, incredible. That's just one of those moments I'll never forget, spending it with my uh, my wife, Laura, my son, Jacob. We've been waiting our whole life for that moment to happen, you know, as a family. It means a lot to everybody in Braves country. It's more than just a win. It's a really a unifying moment. And the, you got to give credit to these players, man. What an amazing team. Just a few highlights. That I mean, there's so many, but just a few to throw out there. Rosario, 23 hits. Freeman, five home runs and a 625 slugging percentage. Freed, 29 Ks. These are all postseason numbers. Albies with three stolen bases. Uh, of course, Will Smith, man, six 0. saves. 0.00 ERA. Yeah, zero, nothing, no no earned runs given up, and six saves in the postseason. That guy is phenomenal. He really was lights out. And then, of course, the MVP, man, Jorge Soler. 
He hit 300 in the World Series with three home runs, six RBIs, three walks, and an 800 slugging percentage. All right, and then before we get to our first guest, I want you to go through the list of guests that we have coming on. But before we get to the first guest, did you notice that all three of the rebuilt outfielders that Alex Anthopoulos brought to the team, all four of them hit three home runs each? Amazing. Two of them won MVP awards in Rosario for the NLCS and then uh, Solaire for the World Series. Those guys are fantastic, but i got to tell you, the executive of the year, got to be our guy, our GM. I mean, wow, he, he did a fantastic job. Already been announced that Brian Snitker is not among the manager of the year nominees. Ridiculous. He's abs- absurd. He's the manager of the decade. Oh, my gosh, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, it, it's just crazy. But a guy like Snit, man, he doesn't care about that. He cares about what the team accomplishment you know you're right but i care about it for him because you're right he doesn't but i do because he deserves it and is being shorted but uh, how many years with the braves organization is 45 45 years in his 45th year and not slowing down either i'm telling you i want to celebrate this victory today but and i don't want to look ahead too much but i'm telling you man we're going to reel off two or three Today on the Braves Country Podcast is an all-star cavalcade of stars. Uh, a lot of our favorite folks uh, that, that could come in and talk to us, or we're going to dial them up, actually. We're going to talk to Levi Lowry, award-winning uh, songwriter, of course. Uh, Ryan Klesko is going to be on the show. Kevin Kenny of Driving and Crying. David Barbie, producer of Drive-By Truckers. Jordan James, a newcomer to the show who you're going to love. Brantley Gilbert, of course, uh, one of our heavy hitters. He's the cleanup man. And uh, we got Michelle Malone going to join us, of course. Atlanta's own Michelle Malone. She's fantastic. Uh, Demon Jones of the hip hop scene, or he prefers country rap. Angie Aparo and the great Charlie Starr of Blackberry Smoke. All going to comment today as we have a World Series celebration show. Levi Lowry is on the Braves Country Podcast to lead things off. He was our first guest on the <laughs> podcast this year. He's our leadoff batter. And uh, you're a lucky leadoff hitter, man. And you're the first guest on the World Series uh, celebration show right here, the World Series victory celebration show. I told you, didn't I? And you did call it. You said they are going to win the World Series. I did. Now, I, I have, in full disclosure, I've predicted that every year for 20. <laughs> but uh, it, it came true this time. How so does it feel to I'll finally get it right? Oh, my gosh, man. I still I still don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, what, what, what's the next obstacle? Like, I'm, I was talking to my buddy Blaine about it. We're, we keep waiting on a review to happen, like <laughs> a, a, a instant replay review where they figure out that the Dodgers are actually supposed to be playing in the World Series. <laughs> That's and, right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I still I don't think I've fully processed it yet. Well, Levi, we're calling you from the Braves Radio Network right now to officially notify you that it's it's been it's uh, official. It's been officially uh, the MLB cannot take it away from you, buddy. We are the champions. So they upheld the decision. Yes. they did. That's exactly <laughs> All right. right. <laughs> After further yeah, review, not enough, not enough evidence to overturn. I love it. Now, where were you in the big moment uh, when uh, the Braves won the World Series? Where were you, and how did that go? Man, I was home. Me and the boys. My wife just kind of rolling her eyes at us. We were switching every hat that we had just to make sure the uh, the Astros bat stayed quiet, putting jackets on, taking jackets off, just making sure that we were doing everything that we could for the team. As soon as they got that third out in the ninth, we um, drove to Athens, me and the boys, and went to uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. They opened up right after the last out. And we went and bought our hats and got my wife a shirt. I don't think I've gone to sleep since. <laughs> it, it certainly feels that way, but I was just talking about the same thing, Levi. It's Tug. We did the exact same thing, wondering if there would yeah. be anybody that's crazy as us to leave in, in the house and go to Dick's Sporting Goods at 1245 in the morning. Turns out yeah. there are about 350 people there. Dude, same same in Athens. 
it was it was wonderful. It was like a it was just really nice to because like I said, uh, we we watched the final game at home, you know, kind of by ourselves, and then to be able to get out there and celebrate with the rest of Braves country or the the crazy ones at least was was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Thanks for being part of Braves country this season, and let's go get them next year. I appreciate it, man. Go Braves. Let's go over to the manager, Brian Snicker. Braves country, we appreciate you and love you. We love all of y'all. Thank you for coming here and being a part of this with us because we couldn't do it without you. And these guys up here, they love and appreciate you all also. Hello, Braves Radio Network. This is uh, Kevin Kenny. How can I uh, help you today, sir? Uh, we have a great special with uh, ham and cheeseburgers and, um, and french fries and things. <laughs> well, I would like a steak with dipping Dots in the middle, please. <laughs> I tell you, of all the things, that's quality there. I don't know that I would ever come up with that one. Well, you better get it right. Probably needs to be rare to keep the uh, the dipping Dots from melting. That's right. I want a chart on the outside and ice cold on the inside with dipping Dots. <laughs> That's a good day. I'd like blue cheese flavored dipping Dots. You can make them. <laughs> yuck. Nice. Hello, yuck. I like that idea. You know I'm down with the blue cheese, Kev. Chard on the outside and uh, ice cold on the inside. That describes our yeah. world champion Atlanta Braves, buddy. How, how about yes. it? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> how does it feel to be a world champion Atlanta Braves fan, my friend? It feels great. You know, uh, you know what? It was a team effort. That's what was so great. You know, they tried to knock us down all year, lost a pitcher in the first game, and we still, we were a team. I love when teams win, you know. Me too. So Me too, and it yeah. so rarely happens in, in professional sports and big-time sports. It's always about one guy. Yeah. And and though Freddie Freeman right. is the, the captain of the team, if you will, the unofficial captain, because they don't have team captains on this team, he is the right. guy that the spotlight should be the brightest on, and it's not. And he's just yeah. fine with that, and that's kind of what you're summarizing. You brought in four guys to replace your entire outfield, I, I never doubted him. I was so proud to, to see it happen. Now, what have you been doing to celebrate the World Series victory so far, Kevin? Well, I'm going to tell you, Scott, it's very interesting you should ask that. In about <laughs> 14 minutes, I am walking into a studio with the Miles Nielsen uh, and the Rusted Hearts. Miles is uh, Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick's son, and he's an accomplished producer and writer. And we are going into the studio in five minutes, or 15 minutes, and uh, recording... Uh, a song that I debuted on your on your radio show, Bottom of the Ninth. We're no making way. a uh, recorded version of it in 15 minutes. Yes, fantastic. We have got to hear that. Yeah. You got to slip us a copy yeah, early. Uh, I'm gonna flip you. You're gonna get the first copy. Are you <laughs> kidding me? The <laughs> world debut. That's, Here we go. Exactly. We already have the first copy when you originally <laughs> did it, like three hours after you wrote it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Now you get the one with the with the clarinet. There's going to be a clarinet on it, so See, it's going to be. Uh, that's what that's what pop music is missing right now, to be honest. Clarinet and guitar, uh, and flutes. I, yes. The flute players. I'm trying to bring the flute back. Um, Justin Tall. They, you haven't heard from them in a while. No, but, you haven't. I'm bringing that flute back. It's interesting you bring up the flute because I hear Travis Darno <laughs> is an accomplished flutist. Really? That's what I've heard. <gasps> You might need wow. to you might need to get him in there and do a double flute thing. Uh, go, I don't know. You can hook us up, man. I would love to jam. <laughs> Leonard Skinner used to do the like the dueling guitars and that sort of thing. Is is like a dueling flute? Is that a thing? Uh, yes, but it transports you into another time warp. So don't do it. Okay, don't I'm do it. Glad you told me. It's not safe. It <laughs> takes you back to the days of Jethro Tull. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes, yeah. Ian Anderson, not the pitcher, Ian Anderson, but the man from Jethro no, Tull. You, I just want to point something out to prove my point. Have you ever seen a flute duo? I've never, no. never, never. And Kevin, very what, dangerous. 
Kevin Kenny, what do you think this World Series victory means for the city of Atlanta and the people of Braves country? Well, I mean, it's a validation of their of of, of the fans that get get in there and and root for their team and you know stand on the seats and wave their flags and you know they come down to every game. You know, we had a great season this year, even with uh you know even with uh the injuries, but the fans kept coming out and uh, I was one of them. I saw a few games this year, and uh, it was just a really great outside of parking, which I'm just now starting to figure out. Love it. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I got to tell you, I thought for sure you were going with what it means is there. It means there's going to be a run on flutes here pretty soon over at Ken Stanton Music. <laughs> that was what I thought you were well, going with. Boy, was I way off. You were way, way off. <laughs> just out in left field with a football bat. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have a little clarinet action today. So that's going to be fun. Do you, you have know? Do you have a good stock of reeds? I don't. Well, I don't play the clarinet. So I have oh, a clarinet player coming down from Rockford, Illinois. I bet that person does have a lot of reeds. Kevin so. Kinney has people for that. He doesn't need it. I got people. <laughs> I got right. people. That's, right. that's exactly right. Scott usually finds it for me. He's <laughs> <laughs> usually the person finding the person. Well, Kevin, we want to thank you for being yes, a part of the Braves you. Country Podcast All Star Team, and thank you for coming on to celebrate the world. World Series with us, my friend. Man, I was so honored to be part of your show and to be part of Braves Country. I'll be there next year, and uh, I'll see you next season. All right, man. Kevin, Ken, we love you, buddy. Take care. Have a great day. Love you too, guys. Thanks, okay, Kevin. You too. Go Braves. Okay. Go. Cut him off before we got to go Braves. Yeah, that's all right. There they go. Pitch on the way. He attacks and smokes one to deep left. This one's going supersonic. That is out of the ballpark. Whoa! Over the train tracks. It's 3-0 Atlanta. And Jorge Soler lands the first punch here in the top of the third inning. Hello? Jordan James, is Tug Cowart. What's up, dog? Nothing. I was just um, talking with Scott Munn, and we were talking about how big a Braves fan you are and how big a Dogs fan you are. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it was it was incredible. I get a text from you, probably 1.56 in the morning, that said, let's go. We did it. And you know what? I was awake because I had just got back from Dick's Sporting Goods buying me a brand new Braves World Series champion sweatshirt. I think I bought everything from Dick's Sporting Goods. We want to encourage you to uh, check out Jordan James's music. It's so good. He is an up-and-coming country star. He's big time. He's from right here in Braves country to that moment when Freddie gets the uh, the ball from Dansby and the game ends and everybody's hands are raised. What do you do? Oh, my gosh. Uh, is start crying immediately. Is that the correct answer? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it was poetic, really, that Dansby got the last out for us. Hometown kid. I mean, I called it. <laughs> you did. I called it. It was awesome. My goodness. We are a world champs. Let's go. Jordan, hey, it's Scott Munn. Uh, man, your your manager called me up and said, you can't stop talking about it and that you're, you're still buzzing from the World Series victory. And I, I wondered, uh, now that you've had a little time to analyze it, what was your favorite moment in the World Series this year? Besides when we won, of course, what was your biggest moment for you? Honestly, I think that Rosario home run, that three-run bomb, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think that was I think that was the turning point of the whole series. It definitely was. Bad. You know, I think you're 100 percent right about that. Well, yeah. I mean, what was it? It was two outs. We pinch hit. Eddie comes up and just yams one over right field. I mean, it was that was that was probably my favorite moment. And that Solaire home run. Oh my gosh! Three run over the <laughs> out of the stadium. The that one. Track. 
God. That ball, I don't know if you know the story, that ball sat there for eight minutes outside of an apartment complex where they're having a World Series party. Somebody's uh, had about nine liquor drinks, stumbles out there, finds a baseball. Turns out <laughs> it was the one that Solaire had busted out of the park. Oh, my gosh. That's so sick. Did you see, too? All the pom-poms were rocking, and then you see him hit it, and then all the pom-poms just yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah all the, all that, look real. Yeah, all that orange just went right away. <laughs> yeah, it just disappeared. It, it was, Man, that was so awesome. And now what do you think, looking ahead, uh, you think we can keep this thing rolling? I think so, man. We don't really lose anybody. I know we got a lot of people that are going to free agency, but it was hilarious because I was at the parade the other day. I got to go into the stadium and watch the celebration, but when Danzy got done talking, he said, and and resign. I might get in trouble. Resign, Freddie. He and Travis so, Dardo and, said the same thing, and uh, is there somebody yeah. else may have said it too? Yeah. So I think the cast will stick together, and I also think we're going to be a stronger team next year too. We get Acuna back, Soroka back, and I mean we'll probably be able to keep one of those three that Alex went out and signed. So yeah, no, I think you're right. The possibility of keeping Duvall, you got Solaire, Rosario, and then Jock Peterson. So yeah, it's going to be a um, it'll be a challenge to narrow it down. But man, we're going to enjoy it while they can, and we'll let Alex work because I certainly believe in his uh, ability to make it happen. Oh, absolutely. And we got the dogs, too. Come on. Let's go. We got to go to Indy when they go to the national championship and win it all and erase any sort of stupid there's a curse on Georgia sports thing that I've never believed to begin with. And I've always yeah, fought no that curse. notion. Yeah, there's there's none. And if there was, it's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even if you believe there was, it's over. <laughs> and then when Georgia it, puts yeah. the nail in the coffin, it'll be over, over. My dad keeps saying, we're title town, baby. <laughs> Jordan James said it right now. Let's go two for two. Come on. And you know what, man? Uh, we've got a great episode coming up with you in December. And uh, we want to thank you for being a part of the Braves country family. Yeah, guys, I appreciate y'all having me. Go Braves. Go dogs, baby. Come on. Talk to you soon, brother. All right, Joe. See ya. One strike away, Klesko hits one out. On the heels of us just saying that Mesa had not given up a home run to a left-handed batter all year long. I mean, your best fastball against a great fastball hitter in Klesko wins. Well, what a series he's having. Third home run in three nights. Ryan Klesko's on the Braves Country podcast on the Atlanta Braves radio network. How are you, buddy? Good, man. How are you? Man, could not be better. It was so great to see you in the office the other day. Yeah, man. What a great uh, couple last couple of weeks, huh? Hey, Ryan Klesko, it's Scott Munn. And, uh, man, it is great to talk to a World Series champion to celebrate uh, the 21 World Series championship, man. And uh, how was it for you? Where were you when the when the Braves won the World Series in 2021? I was uh, actually watching at home, man. I was uh, I went to Houston one game and went to Atlanta a couple games Friday. We kind of stayed outside the stadium, made it uh, the CL at Steakhouse and watched the game. And then Saturday went in um, and then uh, didn't go to back to Houston. Just was traveling all week. It was crazy. So you know, it was I was at home watching, man. It was it was just fantastic. I, and everybody was like, man, I think they're going to lose game six and win game seven. I said, no, I got a I got a feeling they're going to win this one. You know, they jumped out early. I just had a everybody was kind of like, well, they're facing their, one of their better pitchers and this and that. I don't know. This team's been resilient all year. You know, they've, you know, they've kind of shocked everybody. You know, this is supposedly the best team they've ever had or whatever. But I kind of try to tell people, you know, they went some ad- through some adversity midseason. And it doesn't matter what team, best team you have on paper is how you're playing at the time. They just, they've just been playing really good since the second half. Hey, Ryan Klesko, how would you compare your World Series championship team in 1995 to this team here in 2021? Oh, you know, I think it was a lot different. You know, I think they had a stronger bench. 
uh, and definitely a, a, a strong bullpen. You know, we didn't rely on the bullpen that much, obviously, was because the starters were going later. Uh, I'm not saying that our bullpen, we didn't rely on, you know, Brad, Brad Klons and Pedro Barbone and Mark Waller. It's just not as much. You know what I'm saying? So right. I think their bench was strong. I think that they picked up some some key players that just kind of – and then people are like, well, these guys come out of nowhere. Well, they really didn't. You know, Jock Peterson already had a pretty – you know, he, we knew what he would get out of him. Alex did a great job. The general manager did a great job on picking some guys up without having to pay – overpay for everything and just hope they got back to their old their old self. And then, and then you know, obviously – with the other with the other guy, you know, he was injured, but he was, you know, uh, he was one of those guys where they just, you know, when they know that when he was healthy, he was be a big pickup. So, I mean, all those guys showed up, you know, kind of not wasn't just all the big name Braves guys. It wasn't just Freddie Freeman or Riley, which it wasn't just one guy. It would seem like when Freddie was slumping, the other guys were picking him up. When 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 the other guys weren't doing, Freddie was picking up. So it was more of a, it was just a really strong team effort. I I enjoyed watching it. You just never knew who was going to show up that day, right? There's one guy against the NLCS, and that's kind of how it usually goes. You know, it's not one guy hot the whole series. It's, it's you know, one guy was a little bit slow, and then all of a sudden, you know, you know, Dansby Swanson gets a big home run after just, you know, really not doing hardly anything. So it's just they were picking each other up. They really played as a team, and the bullpen was just phenomenal basically the whole time. So it was it was actually a lot different team, you know. It was uh, compared to what we had, you know. They just they were they were bench and bullpen. Uh, guys were coming off, and of course the starters did well too, right? Don't don't take that away from, but but uh, you know, and then you know David Justice was actually struggling when he hit that big home run, right? He really didn't. He really do any, and he really hadn't hadn't done any much in that, in that World Series that we won. He came up, stepped up, and you know, kind of struggling a little bit, and really, and then hit a big big home run for us. You just well, never know. Well, one thing that you both teams have in common, of course, is that nobody can ever take it away from you. You're a World Series champion, and and tell us a little bit about how the, how does that feel? How do you think these guys are feeling now that they does it sink in right away, or and how does it feel to be a World Series champion? You know, you go through phases. You know, when you first do it, it's like surreal. Even to this day, to me, it seems to think back on how, how cool it was and surreal was. Where you know you're stepping up to the plate and you're like, oh my god, I'm in the World Series. You try to got it. You try to have to get your emotions under, you know, under check, right? You don't. You know, I caught myself, you know, trying to do too much early in the first couple of games. I was over swinging. I was just trying to hit balls, you know, out of the stadium and just hit it in line drive. So. I had to kind of change my, my, you know, slow it down a little bit and, and just go play amongst yourself. But uh, these guys are going to get that. I mean, they're, the first couple of weeks is just going to go, man, that's just – you know, so many emotions going through your body. You can't believe it because that's – I mean, every little league, every kid that's played baseball, everybody I mean, that's thought about doing that, they've actually done it, right? Which, which, what's the percentages? Well, I mean, look at how many guys that played 15, 20 years in the major leagues and never even made it to either – World Series or even a playoff game, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Two questions then, and we'll let you go. Uh, appreciate you joining us on the Braves Country Podcast. Ryan Klesko here with uh, Tug Coward, Scott Munn. Two things. How often do you wear your World Series ring? Where do you keep that? And then finally, where was your son? Was he with you when you were watching it? Because that's the most important thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I wear it once in a while. I don't wear it a lot. It's in the safe. And then, you know, I've, I've not taken overnight because I remember one time I kind of freaked out. I would, Went somewhere to some charity event, you know, just golf charity event or whatever, and I, I take it off when I sleep, and then I, I was running late getting out of there, and I left my World Series ring sitting literally on the hotel on the uh, counter. I sort of told myself I wasn't going to take it for any more overnight trips. I had a real big, bad scare about that. Uh, but, yeah, my son was in there watching it with me. Uh, he, we went to the game. 
Um, we went actually went to one of the greatest games when they, you know, they were down two nothing. Doesn't look like anything was happening in that game in Atlanta. But they came back and and Dansby hit that home run and and they came back and won that game. So that was a very exciting game for him. I got to say that he is a Dodgers fan too, and yeah. uh, everybody gives every everybody gives him crap. And I remember I remember we were sitting in uh, we're sitting in the seats with my buddy uh, Ken from Cool Ray, and we're sitting there, and my phone is blowing up. He's got seats right behind the home plate, and all that everybody sees is my son with a Dodgers hat on in the playoff. This a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and my phone's blowing up, and then, you know, I got calls from, like, the top brass that, you know, are going, seriously, your son's got a Dodgers hat on. I said, oh. yeah, but people aren't, what people aren't seeing, he's, well, first of all, I think he's only 10 or 11 at the time. People aren't seeing he's got a Braves jersey on. It's just they only could see his head. Right, right, said, right. You know, so so Dave and I, Dave Roberts and I played together, you know, uh, in San Diego, and, and, and the Dodgers and, and Dave Roberts and Stan Kassel and so great to Hunter and, and so yeah. to Braves. So he kind of, like, he's torn, right? He loves sure. camp and he loves those guys. So I said, like, don't give that eleven or twelve year old a hard eleven year old a hard time. But he, you know, he's pulling for the Braves. He was, you know, he's like, look, Dodgers already won it. Um, you know, he, he loves both teams, but uh, he, he was excited. Definitely a Braves fan. Yeah, and 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 he's a kid, man. Let him be a kid. Right, and I think nowadays it's more about the players too. I mean, they they like teams too, and they, but they also have these these players from these video games. So they, you know, he's excited to see you know Manny Machado come in from San Diego, and he's excited you know to see these guys coming from these different teams. Yeah, and I think that helps you know because you know getting fans coming to the seats and even kids or guys from out of town because they love their teams. Don't get me wrong, but they like to see those those those, those guys come in from out of town too. That's exactly you know? right. Yeah, you're exactly right. My son's 17. We talked about it before. He's 17, playing you know high school ball and travel. Ball and wants to play in college and, and it looks like that's probably going to happen and and you're exactly right man he he has got like when san diego was in town he was like i want to go see the game because i want to see machado play not that he was cheering right. against the braves he just he, he wanted to see both teams so i completely yeah. understand where you're going coming from yeah tatis and all those guys you know they just love it they want to be able to see them so uh that's awesome now ryan klesko we know you love music my friend and uh so what's a what's the latest concert you've been to, or what what show are you going to soon to celebrate this World Series victory? Uh, you know, I was supposed to go to that McGraw thing on the interview. Um, I was supposed to go to the McGraw uh, or not uh, uh, George Strait and, and Eric, Eric Church, Church ATL Live. Yeah, and I was, I was supposed to go there, man. And I just I, my wife wasn't feeling well, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to go down there with a bunch of people, and you know, was she not feeling well? But went. I don't know. I, you know what? I, a friend, I got a bunch of those guys who are friends of mine, and they're starting to play on the road. So we're gonna we're gonna find a, find a small venue somewhere and and, and go start catching some music for sure. Heck yeah, you yeah. Know. Tug and I'll keep you keep you up to date. We'll figure out a show to get to soon. Yeah, let me know because those guys, you know, actually it was really cool. I got a call from Dustin Lynch, who's a good buddy of mine, and he was in town. He he said he was playing fanboy. He uh, <laughs> you know, he was he heard that George Strait was playing, and so he actually came in. Dustin Lynch came in. Got a, bought a ticket and, and went to see George Strait, and that was really cool. You know, he let me know when he was in town. So hopefully I'll catch some of those guys, like Dustin or, or some of these other guys playing in, in, in town. Just let me know when they come in. Did you notice that Jason Aldean was on the field when the Braves won the series out in Houston? You know what? I heard he was going. Uh, his uh, Jason's dad sent me a message to ask me if I was going down there, and I said, no, I just got back from Houston uh, earlier that week. But uh, that that's awesome. He's a, he's a huge Huge, you know, Braves fan, and uh, you know he's from Macon, he, uh, Macon, Georgia, kind of where we're living now. He's, he's kind of from this area, uh, and his dad uh, just moved to Nashville, but they lived in Monticello. So, uh, you know, they're huge Braves fans, and and I don't know if you guys know this, but when they, Jason, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but when Jason was like like 11 years old or 10 years old, they were at a Bull Durham game, and um, I gave a bat, I gave a bat to Jason. 
and his sister, and uh, he still's got that bat. I guess I suppose <laughs> I gave it to his sister as a broke bat, and uh, Jason stole it. So, <laughs> when, yeah. So, so cool story. Uh, my buddy of mine, Chuck Wicks, which does radio and country music, and all that stuff. He he married Jason Aldean's right. sister, yep. and and at their wedding, right before the for their wedding present, I gave I gave uh, her up her own bat, and I said, "This is from this is the one that Jason stole from you." <laughs> there you go. There they you both go. got a bat. Not that they really wanted it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's still cool. <laughs> Hey Ryan! Yeah. Hey Ryan! Thank you so much for being a part of the Braves Country Podcast in our first season ever, which was a World Series championship season, my friend. And we hope you'll stick with us and let's keep talking music and baseball next year, my friend. Yes, sir. You guys, thanks for calling, man. Cheers. Yeah, bud. Y'all have a great day, man. Go Braves! Hey, I'm Brantley Gilbert. Go Bravo! Let's go, Brantley Gilbert. Hey, Brantley. I'm telling you, it was the most excited I've been in 44 years of life. I believe watching the Braves win the World Series. When all of it came down, Brantley, where were you? I was in what we call the doghouse. It's our uh, uh, It was one of our COVID projects. Me and the guy and, and my band and crew built this 7,500 square foot garage slash office slash bar. Uh, so it's a special place to us, and we were, we were watching from here. Brantley Gilbert, what does it mean to you for the Braves to be world champions this year in 2021? Well, i got to tell you, man, uh, we were able to go to game four. That was an incredible experience. But I got to, to watch the World Series with my dad and, uh, and a little bit of it with my little boy. And the last time I was able to watch the World Series that we won was with my dad and, and my papa, who's no longer with us no more. So, man, it's just a, a special thing, man. You know, and they broke the curse. Yes, sir. And the next step, Brantley, is to wipe it completely off the face of the map, call ourselves Titletown USA, which one of our earlier guests said. When Georgia wins the national championship, that's going to bring it all together. Well, I'm telling you, go dogs, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, well, man, I'm I'm really pulling for those guys, and I'm careful about saying that because I'm a little superstitious, and I don't have a lot of wood around me right now. So. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but fingers, toes, and everything that'll cross, crossed. Hey, Brantley Gilbert, what was your favorite moment during the World Series? What is that moment that uh, will always be in your brain when you think about the 2021 victory? Man, I, I think, you know, I'm a big Freddie Freeman fan. There were a couple things that happened. Uh, the, the funniest that it was when Ozzy looked down in the, the second base camera. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw that. I did. One of the I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, he has a good time out there. He keeps it loose. Yeah, I love that. But, man, I, I tell you, when when Dansby threw the last out and Freddie called it, I'm, I'm a big Freddie Freeman fan. And uh, to see him hit a home run, uh, you know, and then, and then catch that, that last ball, like just – seeing the joy man and, and you know you just felt like you were there you know the, the team celebrated and you know we just kind of felt like we were a part of it even though we weren't at that particular game you know having gone to one or just watching it you know it was uh just that man i haven't been that proud or, or excited or you know that was just uh, that was a special 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 night, no doubt about it final question for you brantley as we wrap up we were talking to our buddy drew parker who's an up-and-coming country star i'm sure you know him he's from out in uh, covington georgia and i asked him is are the braves the most popular team in all of country music and he said yes i say yes what about you what do you think for sure man well i mean if you think about it we're, we're kind of the south team you know it's Alabama doesn't have one. Mississippi doesn't have one. Carolinas don't have one. Uh, Tennessee.
they don't even have one. So, you know, it's, I feel like we're kind of the South, and, yeah, that gives us an unfair advantage maybe on being the favorite in the country. But, yeah, there's something about Braves baseball, man, I think that, that really started to me in the mid-'90s, you know, the, the, the glory years. But I, I think there was something special enough about that team, you know, to kind of give people all over the country a passion for the Braves. And uh, to see them bring another one home, man, it's just an, something I'll never forget. Hey, Brantley Gilbert, we want to say thank you so much for being a part of the Braves Country Podcast this season. In our first year, we won the World Series together, and we hope you'll come back and talk music and baseball and, and Georgia Bulldogs um, and SEC football with us again next year, and we'll do it again, my friend. Sounds like a plan. All right, Bradley, man. be good, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me, fellas. Dude, you're always welcome. Let's get down to a game uh, next year. We'll get to spring training. We'll get throw out a first pitch or something. Hey, I'm down. Hey, count me in, buddy. I'll be there with bells on. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley uh, Gilbert's on the team. <laughs> See you, pal. Be good. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. There's the 2-2 pitch. Dansby, a rope to deep left field. That one's rising. Kiss it goodbye. A two-run bomb by Dansby. And it's 5-0 Atlanta on the strength of two Tape measure shots, one from Jorge, one from Dansby. And those are the two men who hit the big home runs the other night. Hello. Hey, Michelle Malone, welcome back to Braves Country. Thanks for having me. Michelle Malone, how does it feel to be a World Series champion Atlanta Braves fan? Uh, Every time I hear that, I want to cry. That's how great it feels. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I love that passion. (laughs) It's still still fresh, you know. And it's been such a long time in the in the making it is something that brings people together we literally just got off the phone with brantley gilbert and brantley said you know i watched the 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 decisive game six with my son and and the band and a bunch of my buddies you know it was just that camaraderie that we have of loving the team together and watching the team together and he said the last time the braves won the world series i watched it with my dad and my pawpaw who is no longer with us you know and and it and it's real that is real because i experienced the same thing Going to the first World Series game of my life, the first one that was here in Atlanta after the Braves took one of two out in Houston, I was working on the air. I was doing a show, and I was talking about it, and I just I just got emotional thinking about my dad, who is the reason that I'm a Braves fan. And, and if there was one person other than my wife, Laura, my son, Jacob, that I wanted to be there with me, it would have been my dad. And that's the thing, that everybody has that kind of connection with this team. 
Yeah, I don't know how it feels to be, you know, a fan of another team in another city, but fully agree with you 100%. Braves country goes deep, you know. And and it covers a lot of area, right? How many yeah, states it's, it's, it's the biggest, are Braves fans? Yeah, well, it started at seven before the World Series, and now I think we're at 49. <laughs> Everywhere except <laughs> Texas. <laughs> No, but 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 you're right. The Braves are the only team that cover an entire geographical region of the United States. That's correct. And, you know, and it, it's just it runs through all our families and all my grandparents and all my family. Just well, the Braves are part of our family. Yeah, it was a real family victory. Everybody in Atlanta is still, uh, you know, confetti is still everywhere on the streets. And uh, I got to tell you, Michelle Malone. Uh, you're a real true Braves fan, and I got a, a few awesome texts from you, which was amazing just to look at my phone and see uh, texts from Michelle Malone talking about, you know, go Braves and all that kind of normal stuff. But one that I really was amazed with was right after the World Series, you pointed out to me that uh, the Braves won 44. You know, you're a huge Hank Aaron fan, as we've discussed on the show before, and the Braves won 44 games in the first half, 44 games in the second half, and then wrapped up the World Series in the 44th week of the of the 2021 calendar and and what kind of synchronicity is that i mean can you even wrap your mind around that i mean you you're the one who told me and i still can't believe it you know my sister sent me that information and i can't believe it either i'm everyone's stunned by that and it's true you know i don't know if hank helped us or we did it for hank or it's uh, some kind of mathematical coincidence but it sure is powerful. It sure is, and I don't know if I believe in coincidences. I believe that somebody, somewhere, put that into motion. Typically, for me, it's the good Lord in heaven, and if you recall, we had a big old 44 in the outfield all season and in through the World Series, so it just that was the uh, the bow on top, the cherry on top, if you will. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't really believe coincidences either, so I'm with you. And then it was amazing, of course, to have his widow and uh, there speaking at the Braves celebration. His grandson, was, too, right? Yeah, that was just an amazing thing. I mean, I'm still getting chills right now just thinking about it. It'd be interesting to find out how they feel about, you know, all those numbers adding up and being Hank's number, right? I can only imagine that they will be incredibly proud. And I text Ray, his grandson, and just said, man, old Hank's smiling down. And he said, you know what? He sure is. Let's go brave. So I think they've thought about it for sure. Uh, I'm so excited for next season. And I'm still reeling from them winning the World Series. And I don't know if and when that will ever wear off. Yeah, I, I don't think it still, will. I can still get a lump in my throat when I think about the last one in 95. So, come on. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. It stays I, with you forever. I, I love that. I love that passion. I love that emotion. And, Michelle Malone, we certainly appreciate you coming on the Braves Country Podcast here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network and talking about this, uh, this magical run the team had. We love you, and you're always welcome back. Let's do it again next year. Well, I love y'all, too. Thank you so much. And uh, go Braves. I'm going to go check out some bobbleheads right now. Had a girl. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Michelle. Go Braves. All right. Thank y'all. 1-1 one, one pitch. This is struck well to deep center field. Sprinting back is Siri. Spins around. That one is gone. And right on cue, Freddie Freeman with his fifth home run this postseason. And the Braves now lead it 7 to nothing. Hello, hello, hello. Demon Jones, welcome back to the Braves Country Podcast. Hey, man, Tug and Scott here. And, uh, man, how does it feel to be a World Series champion Braves fan, my friend? 
Man, I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about it. My whole family is ecstatic. You know, I saw the finalists for MVP and the manager of the year announced yesterday. And if anybody watched baseball and is not pretty disgusted that they don't see Snickers' name and Riley's name on there, I mean, come on. But still, we got the big ship. We got the championship, and that's the, what really matters. You're exactly right. But, but I'm with you there. Austin Riley, just because he's a, a newer player, a younger player, he was uh, not – not elevated to that level to at least be nominated is absurd and i know they vote before the season is over you know before the playoffs start so i i, I kind of get it but not really and especially with brian snitker what he did and was able to accomplish with injuries to the incredible players like i mean just a player like ronald acuna who is a a generational type player and then yeah, a, he's arguably the best all-around player in the game and he right. goes down and you have somebody like austin riley who's a good player but he became a great player and he and he and he picked up the slack and you know why the new new guys were filling themselves out you know it's not like Solaire, uh, Rosario, Peterson, and Duvall. I mean, they didn't just come in running the show right off the bat. You know, it took them all a minute to kind of get going and Rosario to heal up. And in the meantime, you know, Austin Riley's going three for five every other day with a home run and a two RBI doubles. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's just – I think it's a disservice to the game because, you know, he drug a team that was under 500 to the top, even though it's not a postseason award. That team wouldn't have been in the postseason discussion without Austin Riley, and none of those other teams were able to – none of those other players that are finalists were able to do that. And it's just – it is what it is, man. And, it, you know, I think it's got something to do with the same thing with the All-Star game and all this political whatever, you know, because we all know who votes on those awards. And I just don't think it was uh, – I just think it's, in dis- it's, 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 it's distasteful. You know what I mean? Disingenuous, yeah, yeah exactly right. But Demon Jones, how fired up were you when the momentum was going in our direction? We were looking good <laughs> to win this World Series, and then we overcame things like Charlie Morton going down with a with what a broken ankle, basically. And uh, yeah, that scared me, man. But you know what? I had a lot of faith. You know, once we got through uh, those two bullpen games, man, or you know, really the one bullpen game. You know, I don't think anybody expected to go to Houston and win both of them, or expected to sweep a team that is good because Houston is a great ball team, no matter what. Yes, happened sir. in the past. Those are some, you know, the best offensive team on on paper in the league. So for our pitchers to hold them down, you know, uh, four out of six games, what they did. I mean, and uh, Ian Anderson is a freaking rookie, and he shut them out. He basically threw a no hitter. Yeah, he did then, through five innings. Yeah, Max Freed is what twenty four years old, twenty five years old, and I mean, these guys got a year or two experience that they were the most dominant against them. So it's like. I mean, our guys stepped up big time, man. I think the players uh, in the World Series for the Braves, I think everybody was in rare form. And I think everyone just improved uh, throughout the year. And I I really am uh, hoping that the front office does what they can to keep, you know, at least Solaire. You know what I mean? Like, try to keep a couple of those guys, man, because what Peterson did to the locker room, I mean, you heard everybody say it. You know, he really put a spark in that. Regardless of what his average was, sometimes the, the, the stuff that's not on paper is the most important, you know. And uh, I hope they're able to keep a couple of those guys, man, because they're so important. We wouldn't have been there without Rosario. No, you're exactly right. Over the Dodgers, you know. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't have been there. So no, you're 100 I just hope they get their checkbook out and, and don't have a, a memory lapse of, of Alex what Anthopoulos. Alex Anthopoulos said the, uh, the payroll would be going up 
which you would expect because you got a lot of people you got to write checks for, namely Freddie Freeman. Everybody gets a raise. And you know what, uh, Demon Jones, we got to thank you for bringing the energy as a Braves fan. I think Braves country also was a part of this. The energy at the ballpark and around the, the all of Braves country, uh, you could feel it. And, and man, we, we did a great show with you that's coming up on uh, the Braves country podcast, and, and you brought your family in. I just wanted to ask you, what was the biggest moment for you and your family where you're sitting around – you know, cheering for the Braves during this whole postseason run or during the World Series, and you did, the popcorn oh. went everywhere, and you guys just went crazy. What was the biggest moment for uh, you? We, man, we were going crazy, man. I went back and looked at some of my Instagram stories and posts, and I was talking. And I ta- I'm a smack talker, you know, but this year I talked more smack than ever, and they just kept backing it up, so I kept talking. That's awesome. And my, my kids are so in love with the Braves, man. They love it. They love We came to a game on my birthday this year, the night before they clinched for the Phillies. Uh, and, dude, uh, I mean, we were totally – I was totally in, uh, insane when they won. Like, we went yeah. crazy. Oh, my gosh. I mean, my best. kids cried. We screamed. It was so awesome. And it's just been a long time since I felt like that, man. And even before when they won, I was a kid. And, and you know, it's almost like everyone expected the Braves to win every year. But this year, man, this kind of – no one expected this, you know, up until the last, you know, few weeks of the season did we think like, okay, we're looking good, you know, like this could happen, you know? And yeah. uh and so I don't know, man. It, it felt like nothing I've ever felt before, for sure, with, you know, concerning sports and then sharing with it with my wife and my kids. My wife and I were both raised big Braves fans, Braves fan family. And, uh, and man, I'm just glad that my, my kids are kind of spoiled now. They're able to enjoy this at such a young age that, that the Braves will have to step up and keep this thing going. And, yes, you know, sir. why can't we win four or five over the next few years? Why you know, not us? Going. Why not us? I like that way of thinking. You're exactly right. Speaking yeah. with Demon Jones, you can find him at D-E-M-U-N-J-O-N-E-S.com. DemonJones.com. Make sure you get the uh, spelling correct. D-E-M-U-N. Awesome musician. Incredible Braves fan. Man, you're always part of the family. Thanks for being a guest on Braves Country in Season 1, which is World Series season one we appreciate it man go braves hey thank you man go braves y'all holler at me anytime yes sir we'll see you soon bud take care all right man all right bye Atlanta braves radio network hey it's angie hell yeah we got to ask you how have you been how does it feel to be a world champion atlanta braves fan it's pretty crazy it makes me feel old (laughs) 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 i was it's so crazy that was that long ago you know it's the first win. I'm sorry with my dog right now. No, that's all right. Dude, I, I bet your dog's a Braves fan. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you when the Braves won the World Series in 2021, my friend? Well, you know, the night before I was at a bar, and I thought it was going to end there with the, uh, I think that was the Grand Slam night, uh, yeah. the first inning or whatever. But uh, but I ended up at back at the house at the, the last game. It was amazing. It was just like my girlfriend had left the house, and, and I was, like, trying to find her on the phone. They won, they won, they won. <laughs> right. We, we were talking to Ryan Klesko a few minutes ago, who was on the 95 World Series championship team, and obviously he was on the field when, when they won it then, and he was at home with his son and family watching it on TV when they won this year, he had been out to a game a couple nights before. Do you remember where you were in 95 when they won it? Wow, that would, that would be a long time ago. I might have even been playing a show at that point. I can't remember. 
But I remember yeah. it being just like, you know, we were just, yeah. I, you know, it's crazy. That my takeaway, I guess this is more of the songwriter takeaway from the from the win, was that, like, you know, you look at, like, the idea. I was looking at the, thinking of them, this team, this year, about just the perseverance and the power of belief we've, we've talked about before. Yeah. And it is, it's interesting that that, you know, in in the odds that they would win this was, was not, you know, as great as we thought we'd hoped, it, hoped they'd been. But they did win, and it's interesting. You can't really – I was thinking, like, you know, there is no piece of data that calculates belief or perseverance. You're or, exactly right. And, you know, I just find that fascinating from the from kind of the, the artistic, too, standpoint. That's one of those things that speaks to you on a different level, man. That speaks to – you know, you have your heart and your soul, and it feels like it speaks to that part of you as a human. Yeah, exactly. And I think that is kind of the, the greatest thing about any kind of sports when you – kind of grow up with it you know it just teaches you these kind of things about how powerful belief is and just and and determination obviously but i think they were just the to me that's the win is amazing but to me the braves and and the kind of year they had and and that to me the, the that they won is is I don't know. It's just it speaks volumes to just belief and perseverance. Speaking with Angie Apero on the Braves Country podcast on the Braves Radio Network, uh, you know it, that's that's so true, and it's and it's so much fun. The belief is is all there, and the reason that that was so powerful to kind of piggyback on what you're saying is they had a 17 percent chance of winning the World Series when they started the playoffs. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I unbelievable. Know, I know it's that low. That's amazing. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, you know, it's. Cr- you, Go ahead. Yeah, just like, over, you, overcoming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, but it's like you know the, that thing can change during uh, during a you know a, any game. So you look at like Duvall hitting the. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of like well, I, and nothing's over. Obviously, it's the first inning, but I was like, wow, that's got to be pretty you know deflating to the opposing team, you know. But that that it, you know the Astros actually came back that game. You know, it's kind of it's just a fascinating thing, like how. How, what persistence and 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 uh, how much how, it's just a um, to me a bigger part than the numbers you know the data yeah the team had a lot of heart and uh, also uh, you're a big believer in, in in positive energy and people coming together to create things and do you feel like the fans around Braves country might have also helped out to push this thing over the edge oh absolutely I mean that's that's the other component obviously that you know you know whether you're in your you know starting at home or you know opposing teams. Uh, you know diamond it's like it's kind of like that is obviously um, I, I think it was I, it's just so crazy that it's this uh that it's been this long i just i really couldn't believe i guess i am getting old <laughs> i was like it's been how long my god yeah it's uh amazing man it was such a great thing to see and i was sitting down here i'm in hilton head so we, we get people from all over the country here it's a you know resort area and uh i had uh, i think the I can't see the I can't which game it was. It was towards the end, but it was I had some Astro fans next to me, and uh, I was just like every now and then I'd be like, "Sorry, yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry, that. yeah, sorry, not sorry, yeah, right, sorry for coming to Hilton Head and having to really make your vacation not that great." <laughs> and Angie Apparel, we've talked before about um, how hard it is to have a perfect moment, to play a perfect show, to have a perfect performance in athletics. What about Will Smith with six saves and a zero point zero? ERA in the postseason, closing it down for the Braves. He was lights out. What do you think it took for that guy to get it together like that and come out and really shut things down for the Braves and close the door in the ninth? I mean, it, it, it just keeps going back to the same thing. It, it, it's, it's crazy when it's uh, I think it's just, I guess maybe baseball has always been a big thing for me, obviously, but I grew up with it and played it and all that stuff. But I, I just think after my stroke, I, you see things through a different lens, I guess. And I just think that like to, to, to make any kind of comeback, whether it's in sports or health or uh, spirit, spiritually, I just find that it's all like you ha- they have to, you have to get to some 
that thing we were talking about before last last uh, interview was just the idea of the moment. You know, like like understanding that like I love this idea that like the past is is depression and the future is anxiety. I always love that, and that anytime you feel any of those two things, you're not present. And I think a guy like you have to get to the present moment. And I think you just once you're there, you kind of you kind of really can win once you're there. You're kind of already winning. And I think you have to have that kind of motivation or just understanding. And I think those guys at that higher level obviously have that. They kind of the zone or whatever they want to call it. But I just find it fascinating from from it kind of sheds light on all kinds of parts of, of, of our life, you know, whether it's spiritual or medical or or a game or it's just it's just a great example of all of that. Most frequent guest on the Braves Country podcast is Angie Aparo joining us on the World Series wrap-up and reaction uh, show. So, man, we appreciate it. You're always welcome. It's uh, it's always great to talk to you, and I hope to see you again real soon. De- definitely. Thanks, you guys. Have All right, buddy. One. Take Thanks. care. Bye. Such an awesome dude. How does this feel? Organization-wide, you could speak to it. No, it is. It takes a lot to make this happen. And our, I'm very proud of our organization, proud of this club, and there is nothing better. We're world champions. Congrats, Brian. Thank you. Hello. Hey, Charlie Starr of Blackberry Smoke. You're live on the Braves Country Podcast on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. How does it feel to be a world champion Atlanta Braves fan? I just I can speak for all of Blackberry Smoke when I say that we are – Absolutely over the moon. There's not a feeling that I can compare it to that I can remember at any time in in recent history outside of you know marriages and in in childbirth you know and, and stuff like that, <laughs> that that but but I'm telling you it's up in it's up in that stratosphere. It is. It lives right alongside that kind of stuff, and uh, proud to say, not ashamed to say. Now, Charlie, I saw that, uh, and the whole world saw that uh, Blackberry Smoke was playing uh, during the playoffs out at Red Rocks, which happens to be outside of Denver, ironically, and you guys all rocked some special Braves jerseys for your encore. They were really cool. Tell us about those jerseys. And uh, did you? I, I, I kind of had the feeling you led on that situation. Well, you know, we were we actually ordered those uh, jerseys uh, earlier during the playoffs. And uh, what we were going to do is we, it was our Halloween costume. Uh, that was the initial idea was we would be like the baseball furies from the <laughs> Warriors. And we thought, well, we got to be Braves, you know. Um, but then, you know, and, and so that gets ordered. And Britt Turner and I are talking about it. And as it got closer, I'm like, isn't it going to be crazy if this all coincides with the Braves World Series appearance? And, of course, that's exactly what happened. And so that just – with that initial plan, that just got sweeter and sweeter as the days progressed. And uh, and so it just was ab- absolutely perfect. I got to tell you, the energy was building around Braves country, and, and then the social media posts were happening, and then I saw, you know, Ed Rowland wearing like a about an 84 uh, – a model, uh, you know, kind of pitcher's warm-up jacket type of one of those satins. Uh-huh. And then next thing I know, we see all of Blackberry Smoke in these awesome, like, black and gold Braves jerseys. And I was like, the energy is over the top. And you guys really brought it, man. I mean, it was great. Well, you know what's really funny about that, too, is that night that we played the show at Red Rocks, you know, it was a reschedule from summer of 2020. And uh, that we didn't have any choice but to, when they rescheduled, they were like, look, you, we don't have a summer opening. How about the end of October? And we've all been, you know, to Colorado at the end of October, especially Denver area, and know how cold it can be. Yeah. And so, but, you know, we had no choice. And so, of course, we're going to do it. And that night it was cold. 
We took the stage. It was 43 degrees. But I'll have you know that at the end of the show, when we all donned those Braves jerseys, we were all warm as could be. Yeah, I can only <laughs> imagine. Absolutely right. Charlie Starr from Blackberry Smoke on the Braves Country Podcast here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. Charlie, it's so funny that the Braves permeate so many people's lives across the country, but specifically in the Southeast. I mean, you're playing Red Rocks, which is, I mean, I would imagine, and and you correct me if I'm wrong, one of the top five, maybe top three places to play in the world, and you're rocking Braves jerseys because it's that important. It is. America's team. That's it. That says it all. And, you know, we would even... You know, all throughout our tour, especially that part, well, you know, uh, that part of the tour during the playoffs, you know, playing our show is the most important thing uh, that happens on a show day. But I will tell you that during each show, each band member, there was some, you know, checking in. What's the score? What's going on? What's going on? (laughs) And if it had been possible to have teleprompter screens at our feet with the game going, that would have happened. (laughs) Now, Charlie, where were you guys when the Braves won the World Series uh, when Freddie Freeman caught that final out from Dansby Swanson in, in Houston? Well, luckily, we had come home. We were done with the tour for the – well, we had a break in the tour. And so I actually got to watch game six at home. And uh, that was fantastic because I kept thinking, if I if we're on stage when this happens, this is going to – I mean, it would be great, of course. I'm not going to – that would be very selfish of us to think that 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 would matter <laughs> to us. But luckily I got to actually watch it happen in real time, so that was great. And how did your family go crazy with you? How was it around there? They went to bed. <laughs> uh, well, my, my son is seven, and so, you know, he has to be to school very sure. early. And I'm the one who takes him. But I was like, you know what? I'll, I've lost sleep for way less important things <laughs> right. in my life. But didn't you feel so, seven? Didn't you feel seven years old when they won that thing? Of course I did. I I, I stood up and was dancing through the house with nobody to celebrate with. Uh, although I did text band members and there was a lot of woohooing going on, you know. But, yeah. 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 I think we great. I think we might have woohooed as well. It was fantastic, man. It was a great moment. Yeah. And you can That's tell right. us. You can tell us. You put on your Braves jersey too, didn't you? I did. I went in the back, and I, truth be told, I wore it for the whole game. There you yeah, there see, you now go. we're talking. And it's funny, yeah. man. My my son and I, uh, Jacob is 17. He's a junior in high school at Alpharetta. And we left the house and went out to Dick's Sporting Goods at 1245 and went and bought Braves gear thinking we'd be the only people there winning, you know, getting World Series championship T-shirts and sweatshirts and hats and that sort of thing. But we were there with about 350 of our closest friends. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Time doesn't matter. It, it kind of stands still when things like that happen. Hey, Charlie, what do you think about World Series MVP Jorge Soler? He hit 300 in the World Series with three home runs, six RBIs and three walks. And he, his slugging percentage was 800. Can you do any better than that? I don't think so. I agree with you. And I got to say, the shot heard around the world. Sorry. That that homer, it was the, I don't know. I mean, I just got goosebumps just mentioning it. But there are moments when, like, there's a there's certain synergy when you hear the crack of the bat and you see like the, from that camera angle, and there's no doubt. And even you know when you hear uh, the uh, the commentator's voice, his reaction, which I think was like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, that just, he I'll, and I'll he turned around kind of and thing. was and was it was cheering on his team. He didn't taunt anybody. He was talking to his team about something right. that he had done, which was spectacular. And I told this story earlier, maybe to Brantley Gilbert, but uh, it was 
the, the story came out that there was a World Series party going on at the apartment complex where right where the ball landed outside of the stadium, <laughs> and about eight minutes after it landed, they walked out there and found it. Oh, wow. No kidding. Crazy, oh, crazy right. story, but but what a way to uh, to put a cherry on top of a, an incredible home run and an incredible World Series. You know, that, that, that thing was hit so hard and so far, I was out in my backyard here in Atlanta looking for it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like it was going to come oh, in out like a shooting star or something. Yeah. That's 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 one of the real special ones. There are those special ones that you never forget. That'll be that's an unforgettable one. Hey Charlie Starr, it's been unforgettable to have this Braves Country podcast launch in 2021, and to have you be part of the team. You're an all star on the Braves Country podcast, and uh, thank you for being a part of it, man. And we hope you'll come back next year, and let's keep talking Braves baseball together. And good music, absolutely. Let's do it. Thank you guys for having me, man. God bless you, brother. Continued success, and congrats on thank being you. a world champion fan. Yes, sir. Let's go. Thanks very much. <laughs> All right, go Braves. Talk soon. Yeah, man. Nothing in two. Come on now. Smith comes out of the tomahawk. 0-2 on the way. Chopper out to Dansby. Dansby throws to first base. Is this happening? It is. The Atlanta Braves are world champions. The Atlanta Braves have won the 2021 World Series in six games over the Houston Astros. Pure euphoria down on the field as they're bouncing all over the infield and in the booth celebration going on on the field and folks this is what dreams are made of and for the 2021 Atlanta Braves the dream has come true they are world champions in 2021 what an incredible moment and a wonderful time for all of us as you can tell, the Braves are so important to so many people, and we appreciate everybody, all the stars that came on, to talk about their love and their pride in this 2021 World Series champion Atlanta Braves. It's a fantastic moment for all of Braves country, and uh, just great to catch up with all these guys. You can see how people, even if they're on the road or you're working in whatever job you have, everybody paused to celebrate that big win and uh, we did it together folks Braves country really came together and I hope that that continues and uh, I got to tell you man it's one of those once in a lifetime experiences but really not because this is our second one since 95 and I just had this feeling we're going to reel off two or three more and so let's just keep going Tug. Let's go Braves. Make it a great day. God bless you. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. The Braves Country Podcast supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherds Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources for veterans. That's thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. 
And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.